hello guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited for today's guest. So welcome to Live with Jacqueline Valdez. I am super excited. We are talking to a professional aerial athlete and we are so honored to have him here. He is a friend and someone who I highly respect in the pole industry. So we are talking about his journey and what inspires him and so much more. So please welcome guys, our friend, Mr. Jason Spant, who is going to come into the show. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's up, lovely? <laughs> How are you? I am doing so well. It's been such a long, long time, it feels like, since I've seen it you. It has, it really Too has. <laughs> Too long, yes. So what have you been up to? Um, been up to quite a bit lately. Um, you know, as much as things have shut down, I've been very fortunate with a lot of opportunities that have come my way. And um, yeah, I got just trying to do the thing. We try to do it all. <laughs> I love it so much. So just a little bit of history, you guys. Uh, so we actually met competing in full competitions in the Florida Full Fitness Championship. Shout out. Um, and so, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. And you have just grown so much as a dancer, as an athlete, um, and just as far as your journey, watching you from when we first met has been really inspiring and incredible. Thank you. Yes, yes, of course, of course. So tell me about your journey, how you first started. So I first started when I was on my way out the Navy and in the process of leaving Hawaii and moving back to Jacksonville. So a friend of mine named Paul, um, he was doing pole at Bear Fleet, and he and I first got connected when we were stationed in Washington State together. So of course, I get shipped to Hawaii, he gets shipped to my hometown in Jacksonville, and on my way out, I'm like, hey, Paul, like, I can't find the adult gymnastics studios. Um, what's the name of the place that you go to? Because I want to check them out. And he's like, oh, it's Bear Fleet. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go there, and I first day there I fell in love with it and it's been heaven ever since <laughs> I love it so much yeah I always tell people like just take that first step like don't be scared just do it You'll, yes. life will change forever yes 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 and you go to and teach at a very beautiful studio in Jacksonville Florida bittersweet so shout out to them Yes. <laughs> yes so was it hard going um, from, you know, the military life into the aerial life? Um, it was it was a bit challenging. Um, to say that it wasn't challenging would be a huge fallacy. But uh, <laughs> um, it was definitely different because being in the Navy, um, my body and my mind was conditioned on a routine. And it's like leaving, it's like everything just kind of breaks from that routine. So now I, I wouldn't consider myself being on my own, but it's like I can now make all my own decisions and I don't have to go through a uh, really much of a chain of command. Granted, I still have like my manager and of course, the studio owner that I go through, but um, it's definitely different when I was building myself and building my own name, and I didn't even realize it at the time. Oh, I know. It's so exciting. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, you, I'm so like, glad and so um, you know happy that you stuck with it and that you really pushed through and went through that transition and found your voice 
pretty soon because you're such a huge inspiration to so many people. Wow, thank you. Of course, love. You are. You are. You're what? fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love it. And it's not just, you know, the um, stuff that you do, the incredible, amazing tricks and spins that you do, but the strength, the uh, fluid, you know, the flexibility. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of dedication and you have such strong dedication that's you know really respectable yeah thank you yes you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> how do you stay so disciplined well that stems from when i was in gymnastics so um my coach he was like very adamant about foundations and making sure that we keep our flexibility and our strength um, I remember growing up, one of his principles was our elements will either be the same or better. Oh. And so I try to keep up that same energy, that same momentum with everything that I do. And yeah. it's been a struggle, but you know what? It's, it's awesome. I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, found that it's been harder with COVID to keep uh, staying conditioned and keep yourself in the studio? Yes, uh, mainly because everything is so convenient nowadays. Um, the world has really opened up electronically and it's taken off and it's so convenient to stay home and do a nice little 20 minute workout versus hopping in the car and go to the studio to train or to go to the gym. You know, there's been many moments when I'm just like, you know what? I can just lay in my bed for an extra 20 minutes and then I'll just get up brushing up real quick, doing a little workout, stretch, shower, then I can go right back to bed and sleep. And <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, you know what? No, I need to get my tail up. I need to get moving. <laughs> yes, yes, that's so true. Um, I'm having a hard time too. And I'm having to really like self-talk to my, you know, self and like, okay, yes. do a little booty up, like do some stretching, <laughs> do something, like shake, shake it for a little bit, just something. <laughs> yes. I love it. So you do different apparatuses. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, tell um, me about ones that you different ones that you do. So of course, when I went to Bittersweet, my first love was silks, and um, then I saw a couple of people on pole. Then I saw kids on pole, and then the owner she's like, "Hey, you know what? You're a gymnast. Want to try a couple of things?" I said, "Sure. Why not?" And so. First time over there, I'm doing a deadlift handspring, and I'm like, okay, this is fairly easy. You know, I think I can do this. And then I saw them doing routines, and then I, the first time I tried to do routine, I felt like I had been doing sprints for 30 minutes, but when I was only up in the air for about three minutes, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh my God, they made this look so easy. Like, yeah. I'm over here, like, out of breath, like an asthmatic, like, what is going on? <laughs> so, I really liked pole because I could spin and I could do all these other elements and I felt like I was back in gymnastics. And then I started playing on hoop and I'm like, you know what, this spins, I like this. And then before I know it, I'm kind of dabbling in a little bit of everything. <laughs> I love it so much. And I love that you gave a really good point that, you know, pole can be very deceiving and it could look super Yes. Deep. And people have to be easier on themselves and not mm -hmm. you know, expect to be doing crazy things day one. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was definitely um it was definitely an eye opener for me because yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm strong, you know. I can hold myself up and then like my first inside leg hang, I jumped down immediately and I'm like, "Ow, it pinched my back fat. I don't like this." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like everything hurts. But they would always say, "Just keep going. The pain will go away." And in my mind, I'm just like, Oh, absolutely not. How does it, when does it stop hurting? I don't like it. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Is there a tip that you could give someone who is wanting to get that core strength to do pole dancing or to do aerial work? Um, I would say my biggest tip is start violence and listen to your body. Um, I would say it's definitely a marathon. Um, be like if anyone out there and everyone out there that wants to get into it yes it is intimidating yes there will always be someone that's a lot more flexible a lot more stronger than you are a lot more talented than you are however yeah. each individual person possesses qualities that no one else has even though everything might look the same might look similar we all move differently and I feel that it's important for everyone to just talk to themselves in a nice way and to be patient because it is a marathon. Oh, I love that. Be patient, guys. <laughs> talk to yourselves kindly too. I love that. Yes. Yes, so much so. So what tip would you give someone as far as like flexibility? I know flexibility is kind of scary um, and people mm -hmm. get a little intimidated by flexibility. Like how many times to stretch? What kind of stretching do you do? Should someone be pushing on you? It's, you know, a lot yeah. of intense questions. So when it comes to flexibility, um, I would say it's, it's a bit of strength training that goes into it. Um, it's really easy to go into like a static hold and, and just hold that one shape for about 10 to 30 seconds at a time. But what I've learned about training flexibility is it definitely, I've definitely noticed an improvement when I work my active flexibility. So it's like if I'm sitting in a straddle sit and I'll do leg lifts on one leg, then I do a forward flexion, come up to the same thing on the opposite leg. And as much as I'd want to, have a certain shape by a certain time frame i have to constantly remind myself that you are a crock pot and it's a slow roast like you're gonna add your salt in here then your left split will be like the pepper and then if you want that back band that would be like that cayenne pepper that you need and like all these flavors that are combined together be a slow roast over time that'll make everything look nice and beautiful and that and that's how i view flexibility oh my god i love it slow guys we're slow <laughs> tonight i'm gonna do some active flexibility and i'm gonna be thinking of you <laughs> there we go so as far as your career uh you've made such a different shift what is coming uh forward for your career where's your path going um as of right now my path has been taken off in several different directions uh -huh. um, I still want to go back to Aida Cruises when the world reopens. However, um, I've been brought on with Myth um, for Day and Erotic back in July when I did a virtual show with them. I'm hoping to do more shows with them in the future as well as with Omnium and Sunset Circus 
Oh, that's so exciting. I'm really excited. So there's been a lot of doors that's been opening up since right. the midst of the pandemic, you know, and as much as things are shut down, I'm very blessed and fortunate that a lot of these doors have been opening up for me. Yeah, that's so exciting. Congratulations. You've been working so hard. It's well. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, with everything going on, it has been a lot of, you know, drawbacks and a lot of sadness. But at the same time, I feel like so many creative uh, things are opening up during COVID and so many doors are opening up for a lot of the entertainment industry, which is very exciting. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like the most recent one that just released was with the San Francisco Area Arts Festival. And that was a little tricky because I had to deal with the weather during the summertime. And I'm so thankful for my friends for putting out with my cancellations and rescheduling. Um, without them, I, I wouldn't have made that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you really can't predict the weather. And being an aerial artist is kind of like you have to be safe. Yes. Safety. Yes. <laughs> That's huge. Safety, guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So then you're pretty much like running away with the circus lately. Yes, it is. It is a dream come true. And yeah. um, I remember when I was leaving the Navy, I was like, you know what? All my friends got out. They got the cost degrees. I'm going to do the same thing. And then I'm going to also take up aerial as a hobby, just to keep myself physically fit. And then it's like one thing led to another. And looking back on it, like I always tell myself, I'm like, you know what? This is a true blessing to be able to go from one career and to do a whole 180 and go to a completely different career and turn a hobby into a career, you know? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's very cool to see that you're living your passion. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. What tip would you give someone who is wanting to make that shift, uh, but who has a little bit of fear to, you know, step outside of the box and to really mm -hmm. just follow their dream and to walk away from a different lifestyle? My biggest tip, um, embrace the fear. Embrace the fear, embrace the failures. It will happen. It's inevitable. It's like all things in life. Yeah. Um, you will have setbacks. You will cry. I cried many nights. <laughs> but um, you, it's like, I don't know. It's like you just hit a certain point and your mindset will manifest everything. It's like the energy you give off will attract the people that you need to surround yourself and give you that boost and that push to make your dreams turn into reality. Yes, embrace that fear, embrace that fear. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. And I'm so huge with manifesting, especially this year. And so I love, you know, hearing uh, about the energy and manifesting and your mindset, really putting your mind mm -hmm. to what you really want to do in life and accomplish and where your dreams and your passion are. Yes. Um, and I think one of the big things that I gained from it is a friend of mine, um, we were just having a couple of drinks one night and shooting the breeze. And he said, you know what? If I can do it, you can do it. And I'm like, what? You're in movies. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, check this out. If Beyonce has 24 hours in a day and she can make some magic, then what are you doing? And I'm like, you know what? Oh. You're right. Here I am smashing a bag of Cheetos when <laughs> I should be doing some crunches. But I'm going to finish these Cheetos. And then I'll manifest that energy tomorrow. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it so much. And it's so true. Anyone can do anything. Anyone can yes. do it. And if you really change your mindset and surround yourself around, you know, people that have the same energy or higher levels of energy, you yes. will just even keep shining more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes. I've been getting rid of any negative, any toxic energy, you know, this yes, that's here. what I'm talking about. It's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on up, guys. Right. <laughs> 2021 right. glow up. Yes, I love that. Ah, the 2021 <laughs> glow up. Yes. <laughs> and you heard that here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so much fun. So how do you stay still inspired? Uh, well, watching other people on social media, you know, um, it's, it's weird. It's, I don't know, well I, well, I guess I shouldn't say weird, but weird for me um, to watch other people on social media because um, I'm just like, wow, like I really love the way they move. I like what they're doing. And then it's like, I'll sit on my living room floor and I'll just like start moving around and then I'll fill my headphones into some music. And then before I know it, I'm coming up with a small little sequence. And then I try to translate that ground movement into the air. Yeah. Sometimes it works. 75% of the time it doesn't work. And then I ended up coming something with com something completely different, wow. which I tend to surprise myself with. Um, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, that's exciting when you come up with something creative, something different, and something that you didn't realize that you could even come up with. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like I watch, like I watch my friends all the time. Like, um, there are three guys in Vegas that I watch all the time. I'm always inspired by them. Um, uh, their names are Artur, Dan, and Matthew. So I'm watching them all the time. And then, of course, like, um, there's two girls in Ireland that I watch all the time. And then, like, I look at all these different dance and ballet channels because my flying partner from Aida, she's a former soloist ballerina. Okay. And so I, um, when I did some duo work with her on the ship, um, it kind of brought me back to wow. the dance days when I took that, that one semester in college and took dance. And I was like, you know what? I should do some more of this. I really like this. Yeah. That's so crazy that you've only taken a little bit of dance. So you're pretty much mm -hmm. still out with dance. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So I took, uh, yeah, I took one semester of dance. And then when I was stationed in Guam, um, I started going to a studio called Fusion, and in fact, my dance teacher, she and I are still connected Aww. today. Oh, so, that's awesome. No. That's very cool. So she must be very proud of you. She is. Um, and in fact, I think she's the reason why I started to look at performing arts. Because before I was just only obsessed with medicine. I was like, oh my God, I love medicine. Like I want to find a cure for cancer one day. And then when I took ballet recreationally, I was like, wow, this is kicking my butt. It is not easy. I like it. <laughs> like, kick my butt, please. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, shout out to her. Very cool. See, yes, thank cool. you. <laughs> I love it so much. So yeah, as far as you've been in the industry now for a little bit, do you ever, um, what tip would you give someone as far as like injury? Do you ever get concerned about injury? Uh, is it something that you do. always 
just practice super dedication and um, very strategic with your body? Well, I have to admit that I am very guilty of jumping into stuff without warming up first. Um, I'm actually healing from a couple of different injuries here and there. But um, I would say my biggest tip is to just listen to your body. Um, when it comes to injuries, it, it's going to suck. Um, but just it's one of those things that it just has to take time to heal. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I love that. Listen to your body, take your time mm -hmm. and don't push things. And then take that extra moment to warm your body up, kind of just move around, yeah. play a little bit before you actually start really jumping onto any aerial apparatus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very good tip. <laughs> I love <laughs> Thank it you. so much. So what's your favorite thing that you've done? Uh, favorite routine that you've choreographed or favorite character that you've played? Ooh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Um, let me see. I think, I think the favorite character that I played um, was a comical character in a show called Musical Dreams. Um, that's one of the shows that I was in on Aida, uh -huh. and um, the character that I kind of played at the beginning is a bit goofy and. Um, I kind of like, I'm all over the place and like towards the end, I play a little romance with my flying partner oh. and it was just, I don't know, it's just, it's just just a really, really fun role for me to play and it was a very different role than I'm used to. Like I'm always used to doing dynamics and being strong and powerful and dramatic, but to switch gears and learn how to play a bit of comedy that's definitely have been one of my favorites. Oh my gosh, sure. I can't wait. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, please. Yes. It sounds like it's so much fun to just step outside. It and is. Different. Yeah. It is. It's very different. It was very different for me. <laughs> I love it. We will check it out. So you also competed in pole fitness, which is where we actually mm -hmm. met. Tell yeah. me about some of the pole fitness uh, competitions and the journey with that. Um, you know, it was actually really, really inspiring. Um, my first year at Bittersweet, I they asked me if I wanted to compete at the 2016 U.S. Pole Sports Championships, and I said, "Well, you know what? Not not this time. It's a little bit too soon. Let me just." kind of check it out, see what's going on. And I volunteered to be an usher to walk the athletes from the green room to the stage. And I remember seeing people from all over the world. And I'm just like, what? People do this like this? What? This is crazy. And I was like, you know what? Next year, next year, I'm on it. Yeah. And then it turns out that same year, I went to Florida Pole, which is where we met. And I remember prepping for it and I'm like, wow, this is hard, you know, like having to train constantly. And there are days when I'm just like, I cannot stick at all. And then there's other days when I'm thinking I'm too sticky. <laughs> and then it was like, um, going up on that stage, it was, it was such a rush. Yeah. And with all the doubt that I had in my mind, I'm like, you know, what if this happens? What if that happens? You know, um, 
all my peers at the studio are like, you know what, no one will know except for the judges who know your routine. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know, it was just, it was so amazing. And then just to go from one competition to another and then to be able to kind of see where I could be physically the next year. Yeah. I think that's been my biggest goal with it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's so cool. You know, it's a great thing that you commented on about the little stuff that people are kind of like scared to talk about. You know, some days mm -hmm. you're more sticky, some days you're, you know, not as sticky. And it's a lot of preparation. You know, it's a big yes. rush, but it's also <laughs> an amazing rush. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. I remember. Um, I think it was the 2018 U.S. Post Sports wow. Championships. Um, I remember, I think it was a month and a half before the competition actually happened. Um, I was going to my routine. I kept falling out of everything. And it was it was, just, it was a really bad training day. And I remember going to the bathroom and crying. And I remember telling myself, what am I doing with my life? Like, what the hell is going on? And I kind of like... Took a moment, got myself together, and I ended up having a really, really, really good competition season. And um, I was actually really surprised that I made the championship for nationals, and then I ended up being the world silver medalist for POSA that year. And, I'm, and I remember telling myself, all that hard work really paid off. Like, all the mentorship and the coaching paid off. And, uh, I love that. That's such a beautiful story. And I love that you think you. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's that fear, you know, it's like, it's like, I'll get those physical roadblocks. I'm going to get those mental roadblocks, you know, and it's, it's, I have to admit it, it definitely takes a village. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's a good point is if you are going to compete to surround yourself around a good team, a village, mm -hmm. and you're going to have days where you cry, days where you question yourself and just keep pushing. Yes. And hard work always does, you know, push you. Yes, it does. Yes. Hard work, speaking of. So when I posted that we were going to do this interview, I had some people message me that were wanting me to ask you regarding some of the neck hangs that you do <laughs> <laughs> on the um, Lyra and then some of the uh, foot positions, starfish and stuff like that, that you do on the pole. How do you build that pain tolerance? How do you, you know, mentally get past that block of this is the only thing that's holding me up <laughs> <laughs> um it's definitely been a journey i'm not gonna lie um the pain is real um but it definitely went away over time um i would say the biggest thing for me is i did several really silly looking conditioning exercises where i'd be in the gym and they'll have this machine where it looks like cross cables so I'll take my towel, put it around the back of my neck, take a large loop, put it behind my head, and I look like I'm just doing head knots like this, and I'm building up my my traps. <laughs> and then I'll do um, a set of Superman back lifts, um, and I'll, of course, building up my entire back muscles, um, just nice. as ridiculous as it looks, as silly as it sounds, 
it works. It, it, okay. It might not work for everyone, but it works for me. Yeah. And I know when I work up to increasing the time of my hangs, um, I first say, okay, let's try to hold it for maybe five seconds. Let's set that be a goal. And once I get to hit five seconds, I'm like, okay, can you flex your feet in one direction? Can you move your arms in another direction? Because at the same time, I'm like, you know, if I'm holding this and if I move my hands, that's an additional two seconds of movement right there without me even thinking about it. And so over time, I'm constantly trying to build up that stamina, that endurance to say, okay, well, let's try 10 seconds. In 10 seconds, can you grab a foot? In 15 seconds, can you pull a split? You know? I love it. Those are incredible tips. Thank you. <laughs> yes, and you guys heard it here first. Live with Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> so many gems you're dropping today. I love it. <laughs> so much fun. So you have some, um, yeah, let us know your stuff that's coming up again so we can follow. Oh. So we still have Omnium Circus. So the show turned out to be very, very well. They actually have an entire season going on right now for the month of December. And for all my friends and family that are in the city of Jacksonville um, and South Georgia, if you're interested, I'm going to be performing live at a venue called Prohibition Kitchen in St. Augustine, Florida. So it's going to be myself, the studio, and it's going to be a live band. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Yes, I'm super excited. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Yes. And we will have your information posted in the live below so people can find you too. So we have to follow you and follow your journey. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Was there anything else that you wanted to tell the viewers? Um, I was tell the viewers, thank you so much for putting up with me and my shenanigans. Sometimes I post some random shenanigans on social media. Um, thank you for giving me a platform to showcase my art and my work. And thank you for giving me a voice. Oh, oh. Was there anyone that you wanted to do a special shout out to? I would like to do a special shout out to my parents and my sister, my sister-in-law. Um, they have definitely been the backbone this whole time. Um, without their support, I definitely wouldn't be the man I am today, nor will I be as far in life as I am today. So definitely, definitely, definitely much love to my family. They're, they're definitely my rock. Oh, and that's so incredible. That's so loving to see that you have such incredible support and so much love. And I think that's why so many people love you so much and just have so much respect for you, not just as an artist, because you're so humble, you're so giving, oh, you're you. so loving, and it just people, you know, are drawn to you for that. Thank you. You're welcome, love. What is it that you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered I would like to be remembered for my smile. Oh, oh, yeah. You yeah, already are. are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, you shine so much light and you just smile so much from your heart and from your inside and you have such a beautiful spirit. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. You're welcome, love. So much love for you. And it's been so much fun today. I could talk to you all day. Yes. <laughs> it has been such a good time. Such a good time. Thank you it so has. much. It has been such a pleasure. Thank you for illuminating the world with your presence. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. It was so much fun. We're going to have to redo this again. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes. So much love.
so much love. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming to watch Live with Jacqueline Valdez, Illuminating the World, one voice at a time. Lots of love, guys.